0: Episode 105 of Panelology. I'm Alex. I'm Brian.
1: And I'm Tim.
0: We have once again ensorcelled Tim in a summoning circle. That's right. Surrounded by salt.
1: I can't leave. No matter how much you want. We'll we'll break the circle as soon as we're done
0: recording. And I can confirm, Tim, we are recording. Yay! That's right. hey, that's right. I see levels. In fact, we've been recording for like half an hour. Yeah. It's, all, it's always it's always a danger when Tim's here. That's right. <laughs> okay, uh, it's gonna be a jam packed episode. So let's just get uh, everyone had a good week. Yes, I won't be rude. We are um, recording at my place, you so I will be a good host. Did everyone have a nice week?
2: You know what? I had I had a pretty good week. Okay, good. Yeah, it was a good week. It's all right.
1: It's all right. Week.
0: Now it's a jam packed episode this week. So let's
2: get started. Flash number forty five. uh uh, yeah this is the right before flash war starts and this is uh this is kind of a it's almost a wrap-up in preparation yeah
0: it's like ending a bunch of stuff and setting the stage for like the big i don't know if it's going to be the end of williamson's run but it's clearly what he's been building toward for a long yes yes the
2: flash war yep uh what'd you guys think of this you know what? I really, really like this. Yeah, there's there's some though. things that, that happen in this that have needed to happen for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, like Wally and Iris? Like yeah. Wally and Iris, yes. And Iris remembers Wally. Uh, imagine that, just like everyone else. Once he actually is able to make physical contact with Not him, everyone yeah. else. No, you're right. Not every, But the people that were really important to him. How's that? So like Barry and the Titans. Barry yes. and the Titans, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Sounds like some sort of '70s funk band. Barry and the Titans, <laughs> maybe so.
1: No, I'm I'm that's super funny. excited to see where this book's going to go. The last couple panels. Yeah, the last couple of panels. It was it was good stuff. It was good. Okay good iris west in this one
2: yes it it was um i like you know basically they they kind of wrap up the they take care of central city and what's happened to it Mm -hmm. they show you what's going on with mina and and her story the only loose end you really have at this point is godspeed Godspeed and the stuff in the future that's been introduced and that sets up flash right right Right. and and that's because that specifically that's about to be dealt with right? right yeah but yeah, the the Barry and Iris stuff was was really good and needed to happen. The Wily and Iris stuff needed to
3: happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
2: So let's call like level one spoilers. Level level okay. one. All right. We'll call level one and then
0: level two spoilers. Level okay. one spoilers. Who do you guys think Godspeed's talking to? I have my guess. Oh gosh. Um. You guys want me to go first? I can go Yeah, I, I don't have a guess. I think it's Savitar. Okay, my, my so?
1: guess was
2: either somehow Eobard Thawne reincarnate yeah. or Savitar. Those were the two choices. I
0: think it's Savitar. I think it's Savitar because you've got the blue rings around the text bubbles. Okay. Yeah. And because his name is Godspeed and Savitar is the god of speed. Right. Mm-hmm. Like there's mm-hmm. a little Makes bit sense. of synergy there. Yeah. Plus, Savitar is really kind of the only major big bad we haven't seen yet, right?
2: That's true. That is true.
0: Yeah.
1: Have we seen Zoom? Well, yes, at uh, the yeah. end of the last issue. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. yeah.
2: I thought that would
0: be way more conversation than it was. <laughs> I think it's Avatar, level two spoilers.
2: <laughs> Not only does Iris remember things.
0: Yeah. Wally remembers
2: something. Well, yeah. Iris remembers more than anybody else has. Yeah. And then Wally, in turn, right, and specifically says, "Well, what about everybody else?" And then Wally's like, oh my god, I remember everything yeah. now. And, oh shit, yeah, like, we've already called level two spoilers, so, yeah. like Bart.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah. Like, everybody, like, oh shit, that's yeah. kind of not, oh, I mean, maybe it's good, maybe it's not, well, I don't know.
0: And I don't know if you see them, but implicitly, like, does this mean he remembers his children now? Yeah, that's kind and of... Yeah, yeah I would have to take that as...
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: So I've seen the theory that maybe Flash War is Wally decides he's gonna flashpoint, flashpoint, and bring stuff back. Which I don't, I don't know that that's necessarily what it's gonna be or not. But I think that's
2: gonna be the tension between them now, right? Like Barry has cost Wally all of this stuff. Right, right. Well, and here's and I'll say you know we talked about I, I said earlier that it kind of wrapped up a bunch of stuff. The one thing that honestly, that obviously, the probably the biggest thing that's been out there. For Wally is the is still the Linda Park thing. Yeah. I mean, that's been like, she really, she, they introduced it and said that, you know, she kind of a little creeped out by him and that kind of, but like nothing has really happened there. Something's gotta happen. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We'll see. Like, this is the thing we've said, I've said at least from day one with Williamson writing this because he builds to he an does. end. You're right. He picks up momentum and the deeper we get into this the more I can't wait to
2: see what's next I am very excited about
0: flash wars yes. i am
1: too i think it's gonna be really good i'm, I'm a little concerned now though because i hadn't heard the theory about him wanting to flashpoint flashpoint and i don't know that that, that literally seems like is gonna be what happens exponentially barry allen and that's yeah. the reason we always like wally better than barry so. i was
0: about to ask the question before we moved on team wally or team barry oh team wally oh team Wally. when
1: i started reading comic books there was wally west and then yeah. a few like not long after i started reading comics they said hey barry allen's back and i said who's barry allen I don't. I don't know who that is. I mean, the first. So, it's the always first, been Wally West. The always first Wally Flash West. I was
0: exposed to was technically Wally through the animated. Just yeah. The first Flash I read in comics was Barry and Bucalata and Manopolis run, and I really liked Barry in that run. And that is the only run in the comics in which I've actually liked Barry Allen. I
1: don't. I don't dislike Barry Allen, but I, it's always I dislike been Barry Allen, Wally West. Then.
0: Barry Allen is his own worst enemy. He is. And I think Barry, needs, Barry Allen needs a good therapist and a better one than on the TV show. He and Iris have a counselor. Oh, that's right. That's right. that's right. That's yeah. right. I do remember I that. don't think she's very good at her job. If she were, she'd have figured out by now that he is the Flash. Um, I don't yeah. think she's very I, bright.
2: I, I'm not going to answer this question.
1: I don't know, he I'm did kind not. of scowl at me when I said Team Wally. So. I did, and yeah. the reason
2: is because... Brian is an older Jimson. <laughs> Barry Allen, flashes Barry Allen to me. Yeah. However, I, I've never disliked Wally. I've always liked Wally, yeah. yeah. he kid Flash, etc. And I, I had no problem with him when Barry was was killed in... Yeah. And, uh, sort of the same Price thing. Christ on Infinite Earths. With Wally taking... Like, that's exactly what should have happened. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I'm I, I'm good with both of them.
0: It's funny for me. I've never had. I've never picked a side until the last six months.
2: Now and here's I mean, the thing. You know, what? I will say in the way they have been written most recently, like in this one yes. and and just prior to this and all. Yeah, Barry's been a bit of an ass. Sure. sure. Mm-hmm. And, since, yeah.
0: Bucciolato and Vendid, since Bucciolato and since and left the book and Venditti took over and then Williamson after him. Mm-hmm. And honestly, also the TV show too. Like Barry Allen is not a great guy.
2: Yeah. He's and, and I will say he is not the same character he was in the seventies and eighties when I read no, him. I would he's not. That. He's not the same person.
0: Contemporarily my answer would be Wally, but I'm I'm kinda like with you too, bro. Right? Like if yeah. outside in outside of right now in continuity, I wouldn't really take a side either.
1: We yeah. we could have bigger discussions too, because 'cause I'm sort of like passionate on the when Barry came back. That's when I go back and I start researching this barrier. I want to see yeah. all of this. Uh, there was a ton that went on here. This is this is so much, right? Yeah. Um. And isn't it cheap and everything when they bring these people back? Though no. you don't think so?
0: I don't <sighs> think so. Here's the thing: everything in service of a good story. Yeah. I think it is cheap if it is unearned. But I think there are Re- rebirth to being to like an
1: exception. It. Like like when Hal Jordan originally came back, I was just really disappointed in the way that Hal Jordan came back. Um. Not necessarily the story of it, but just kind of the overall idea of it. Like, sure. oh, it shouldn't work this way. Um, the idea of sort of research, resetting everything in Rebirth, I'm I'm all for that, especially the way they're doing it. Yeah. You know?
2: Now, I, I will say, as someone who literally was still reading comics as they were coming out, when Crisis on Infinite mm-hmm. came out, when they killed Flash, I was devastated. I mean, like, because they didn't kill superheroes. I mean, like, it might be, they might appear dead for an issue, maybe two issues, but, like, even, like, they didn't do, like, this, even, like, this six-month thing. Like, you, especially not someone like, Flat. like, that was a flagship title character. I will say this.
0: I wish we had deaths that stuck like that still.
2: I do. I do, too. I mean, it was, God, it was what...
1: 10 90, years? Yeah, 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 yeah. Before
2: they brought him back? 90-something. I mean, it was more than that before he came back full-time, wasn't it? It was close I, to like, 20. Like even before they introduced the idea that he might still be yeah. alive, really. Yeah. I mean, Wally... And that's why I said I have no problem with Wally. Because, yeah, that's what happened. Wally took up the Flash mm-hmm. because Barry was dead and gone. And I was cool with that. Yeah. And it does... I don't. I don't want to say it muddies the water. It complicates things.
1: I'll tell you that I agree with you. Like especially yeah. growing up with the the sort of things that we grew up watching, like you know, GI Joe, Transformers, like those mm-hmm. types of things. There were no consequences in those stories. Right. You always reset right Correct. back to the beginning. So whenever you got a hold of a story like that, where something happened, and mm-hmm. oh no, we're fundamentally different now. Those were easily the most impactful stories yes. for me. Yeah. Yeah. Easily.
2: Well, and that. Here's the thing, I don't I get why there's some characters you kill them and they can't stay dead that long kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Because you don't have that that really, really natural feeling succession like you had with Barry and Wally. Yeah. I agree. Like that I made, agree. there was no question what should have happened, what did happen. He stepped in and became truly that mm-hmm. that character.
0: Prime example right now. Yeah. I'm willing to give it a chance. Like I said, anything in service of a good story. Sure. 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 I'm not really wild about Wolverine coming back. Yeah. I wish Laura had longer to hold the mantle. While I am all for giving uh, uh, the new run on X-23 a chance, I hate that it's called X-23. I do too. I I hate that she's not called Wolverine anymore. I'm with you. Um, Another perfect example
2: would be, and, and I'm not saying they should do this because this has a bit of a different chemistry and that kind of thing, but if they decided to kill Clint Barton... Yeah, yeah. Then obviously Kate takes the mantle, and like yeah. that's another very natural progression. Yes,
0: and but that's a great example. Like right now, you have two Hawkeyes, right? You have two Spidermen. Why can't you have two? Wolverines? Sure, even sure. with the coming back. But outside of that, we've had Old Man Logan, who mm-hmm. I think is a more interesting version in some ways. Anyway, mm-hmm. right? And we've had Laura, and we've had entire teams of Wolverine-related characters. There hasn't really been any room to miss classic Logan. Right. And also, like, I think you take away from those characters you've spent two years building by bringing them back so quickly. And, you know, full confession, like, I have never read a Wolverine solo book okay, prior to any of this. Like, I'm not a big Wolverine yeah. fan. I liked Wolverine and the X-Men because it was Jason Aaron, and it was funny, and it had a supporting cast. Yeah but I'm the best at what I do and what I do is a very nice solo wolverine. Not my job.
2: Yeah. I I have read those and I think the problem is they introduced uh, this is a very very personal opinion and this was the problem before they got rid of, you know, Wolverine Logan right? was they introduced too many wolverine characters. Yeah. Yeah, I mean you, you had you had Laura's X23, you had Old Man Logan, you have James How Jimmy Howlett, mm-hmm. you have Sabretooth, you have I mean, you have all of these different Wolverines out mm-hmm. there. It's too much. Like that that character could support two or three and you know one with a couple of variations, but I think it's too much.
0: Well- I don't know. I think they've done interesting things with a lot of the... Like, yeah. all-new Wolverine is one of the best books to come out of the book. Yes, last few years yes, 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 yes.
2: i got no problem with Laura And, and her just, story, like, that's really, really earned, where someone wanted to kind of recreate that weapon and, and yeah. have a weapon they could control. That makes total sense, right? And that's the, ways,
0: the ways in which Taylor has moved her past that, I mm-hmm. think, are fantastic. I wish she I had more room agreed. to breathe than that. And
2: that's, I
0: think the way that they're bringing Wolverine back in... Infinity Countdown's really cool. Like I actually enjoy his role in that. I just think it's too soon. I wish he could have five, ten years to yeah. just be. Got, and it would be a bigger thing when he came back. I right. Think. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Uh, I think.
2: I, th- I think, especially Marvel and DC, they're too quick to pull the trigger. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I get status quo as a thing. And I get you've got to kind of come back to that. And part of the way that they tell stories is making sure that every so now, every so often new people can jump back on and come in and, mm-hmm. and the comics will be recognizable. But I mean, we're getting an X 23 movie. Yeah. We could easily, you know, let that character take some, take some, and it, anyway, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're kind of losing the thread there. I think, mm-hmm. but we're, we're, we're way off flash. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I wish, I wish we could have kind of some of these long Barry Allen. I'm departures. so
2: I am team Barry and Wally. How's yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> That's answer. fair enough. That's fair.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Let's talk about Deep Roots. Tim and I read Deep Roots. Yeah, Um, I've I've started it. Yeah, you read a little bit of it. So this is another Vault book. And I've got to say, Vault is just killing it right now. Okay, like they're not putting out a lot of stuff, but what they put out
2: seems to be really, really good.
0: I haven't read Heathen or Zojakan. I'm going to grab the Zojakan trade when it comes out. Heathen just got picked up for a movie. It's supposed to be fantastic. It keeps selling out. Uh, we talked about Wasted Space. Uh-huh. Still we,
1: haven't read it.
2: Well, that's because you're going to have to wait for that second. I know. Yeah, well, I think Reactor was the one I picked up number one for. Yeah. That was really, really good. Um,
0: Deep Roots is another, and it's just... Back in, it was two three months ago, I guess probably three months ago, we did solicitations. There were a bunch of books. i like, I'm buying this book because even without knowing anything else about it, the art is beautiful. Mm-hmm. This was one of those books. Mm-hmm. The setup here is that our world and the plant world kind of exist
2: existentially on top of each other. It's like if the green from DC bled into... Like, if the green were its yeah. own
0: world and were quantum entangled with ours, and yeah. chopping down yeah, yeah, yeah. a tree here killed a person in the green there, which right. actually Brian K. Vaughn, at the very least, did in his <laughs> run. Yeah, um, it's, it's got... It's definitely got some, like, Plant Man DNA, or Plant Man, wow, Swamp wow, Thing. Swamp Thing!
3: Swampy. Swamp Thing! Swamp
0: Thing!
2: Swamp, Swamp him, Swamp it. And never again will we ever be able to talk about Swamp Thing without including that. It's definitely got some Swamp DNA in it. It
0: reminds me of, like, Swamp Thing by way of Warren Ellis writing a government mystery comic.
1: Yeah. Okay. I agree. Okay.
0: It is very British. It's probably part of why it reminds me of Warren Ellis.
2: That could, yeah, okay, fair enough.
0: Uh, it is written by Dan Waters, art by Val Rodriguez, colored by Triona Farrell, who we talked about in uh, Runaways.
2: Runaways, yes. Yeah. Specifically um, in the in, in the Julie Power issue. That yeah, number the last eight, one. Yeah, was it? Yeah, I think it's right.
0: And it's told, you, you see this, this, What's he called? The sentry? Sentinel. The sentinel. sentinel. The, sentinel. Yeah. the sentinel come to life. Who's this kind of plant plant man? Jesus Alex. <laughs> wow. Swamp it. <laughs> this kind of swamp it <laughs> entity. Uh who is overslept. Like the plant world is dead. It's like, I was supposed to awaken for this and I did it. Whoops. Which makes yeah.
1: him super relatable for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, he overslept.
0: Oh, Damn like, Matt Rip Van Winkle. <laughs> the Zach Morris of avatars of the green. uh, Only without the giant cell phone. Uh, You get... Oh, so so Groot is a teenager. (laughs) Uh, I'm the only one at this table who's in Infinity War, so I'm just going to move on. (laughs) I'd hoped that we'd all see it so we could just record a bonus episode, but no. (laughs) Nope. Not yet. Um, No such luck. Uh, You have... And I love... I'm going to have to call spoilers to... Well, maybe not. Okay. Uh, You get... This ex-military character who's introduced as presumably the protagonist of the book. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's a unique method of storytelling yeah, through this thing.
0: And it's like very wry. It, yeah. it, at one point it introduces, this is, do you remember the bank teller's name? I want to say Tom. Tom, Tom yeah. yeah. This is Tom. He has all these objections to the capitalist system. And then Tom gets shot. Yeah, this yeah. is like not his one story. page later. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> yeah, it's like a
2: page and a half later. Yeah,
0: uh,
1: but
2: oh, wait, and who does he get shot by? A broccoli <laughs> man, yeah. like like a broccoli-headed chick and a walnut-head man, and There's <laughs> like plant people are yeah, showing
0: like, up in our world, shooting people while admonishing them about not eating their vegetables.
1: So those were vegetable, those were vegetable people. And I was like, that's the best line I've read in a comic book. <laughs>
0: Just one P. Try just one P. Give P's a chance.
2: (laughs) Give P's a chance. Good God, man.
0: (laughs) Uh, I love this book very much. This is fantastic. No, okay,
1: so I'm reading this book, and I'm, okay, this is cool. Right up until Tom gets shot, and then it turns around and shows who who shot Tom, and I'm like, nope, that's it. I'm in. (laughs) That was
2: the page for
0: me, too. I, I am all in here.
2: Yep. You got me.
1: Like a head of broccoli just shot a dude with a machine gun. <laughs> I am in.
0: This book is so so cool. It is out of print at the distributor. It is getting a second printing.
1: Which means if Alex goes to Oxford, he needs to grab that copy for me if it's still sitting there. You and I'll Brian look, will have to buy one. Like, <laughs> you and Brian will have to like <laughs> we'll rock paper it. scissors for it. Yeah. I, I actually
2: I will probably send them an email to make sure when they reorder make to get to make sure they order an additional All one right. for me. Um, but anyway,
1: yeah.
0: Uh if it's still there tomorrow when I swing by I'll
1: like it's getting to the point where if it just says vault on it and I walk in there, I'm just gonna buy it. I mean pretty much it.
0: the next the next one they have debuting is Vagrant Queen, which is Magdalene Visaggio doing that is be so good. space opera. Oh, which yeah. Which will be so good. But I love I love these third party publishers coming in
2: and making waves like this. Yeah. yeah. Uh and it's funny because, like, a lot of those, like, Aftershock now, they're they're hitting their point. Which, I mean, Aftershock has had some of their early ones already hit trade. Yeah. But they're all starting to hit that where their trades are coming out
0: now. Oh, they're into, like, volume two and three or something. Yeah, that's right? what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, but since they really boomed, like, they're yeah. brilliant trash stuff. And, that, like, that's all about yeah. to come out.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's solicited in July. Yeah. Uh, We need to pick up the pace gentlemen. Okay, let's go Grass Kings 14 Tim, only you read this So Brian yeah, and I, I cannot draw it out
1: Okay uh, Well, it won't take me long anyway I just really wanted a chance to talk about Grass Kings This was one oh, of those
0: I know nothing about this book And saw it nominated for a bunch of visors So yeah, uh, sell me About
1: 14 issues ago I walked into the comic store And I just was strolling up and down Grass Kings number one Hey, there's a new number one I'll pick that up it, And is, I read it and it was really good Is
2: this one about the, like, the brothers in the trailer park?
1: Not in a trailer park. Okay. Um, there are a couple of brothers who are in sort of like this, we'll call them an isolation, isol- isolationalist kind of community. Okay. Where they're just kind of separate and they live kind of off the grid. Um, the neighboring Sepranist? city. Separ- separatist is a word better word. Let's throw that in there. At least easier than isolationalist. <laughs> yeah. A, I don't even know if that's a word now that I've said it. But, uh, it is now that you've said yeah. it. Just edit over all of that, just me saying, Nope. uh, No. Separatists. (laughs) Not even close. (laughs) um, But uh, yeah, there's um, some people in the the nearby town who feel like they're sort of squatters and and need to be dealt with. And and Basically, it's how they interact with the the people around them, how they interact with themselves. You learn there's a story of a serial killer. Um, That serial killer may or may not live in the Grass Kingdom, which is their portion of the city. Um, there's some lawmen in Cargill, which is the other half of the city who are, um, of the belief that, that, that serial killer lives in the grass kingdom has been hiding out there. And then there's just a lot of layers to the story and to the mystery as it unfolds and how these people have been covering for each other and who knows what, um, really good book, really well written. Cool. Um, definitely, definitely should get it in trade if you get the opportunity.
2: I will be doing so because yeah. mm. I hear nothing but good about. Yeah, any anything. like um, you can't necessarily go just because it got nominated for something. But like when it gets when when a, when a series gets that many nominations, yeah, yeah you got of like, going on there. It's yeah. really yeah, good.
1: Yeah. Um, it's I, you know, it's unique art. And normally I don't like like sort of stylized art. I just feel like Fiona Staples should just sort of draw everything, and everything should look exactly like that. <laughs> so when you get sort of like these unique takes on it. it tends to sort of take me out of the story. This works really well. For I'm very book. into stylized yeah, art. yeah I'm just the opposite. It I've, sort of removes me. That's all I can pay attention to. I've yeah.
2: shared my opinion before. It really has to be the right story for me for it. To... Yeah, but when it does, it works
0: really yeah, this well is, yeah this is
1: one yeah. of those examples. Yeah.
0: I think there are definitely some artists who do stylized work who, especially in some of their earlier books, aren't necessarily always put on the right projects mm-hmm. for their style.
1: Right, I'd agree with that too.
0: Um, but who, when deployed well, like make a book. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but yeah, I, I in general tend to lean almost more into stylized than representational. So
1: you know, I, oh, I could no. we we could have a, a bigger discussion because there's a couple of yeah, there's a couple it of really books that, that I bought thing. and I just. Yeah just put them down halfway through it but, just removed me that hard so but,
0: you know, we're talking about pencilers and also inking as a factor and mm-hmm. coloring as a factor mm-hmm. um Absolutely. and i can only think i do think probably more of these stylized artists do both of those things for themselves like i know christian ward does i know that uh uh fraser irving i know like he does his own stuff but I think some of it comes down in more stylized art, too. Who's inking them? How are they inking them? That's true. Them? I, I do think
2: with stylized them? art, that is more important. I also think that's true of hyper-realistic yeah. stuff, too. Like yeah, I've seen... You're right. You're right. There's, there's kind of a medium, medium Definitely. thing. Yeah. Yeah. There's a medium place where... It, I don't want to say it's not important at all, right? But it becomes less important. Well, mm-hmm. there's... And, but there is a... Yeah, where... Like an art germ, if he doesn't have the right coloring, and, and he, that's not going to work. Well, he's a painter,
0: so he does his own. Exactly. But... I think it comes down to this. If you're dealing with hyper-stylized or Uh hyper-realistic styles, tone, and the same way you talk about lighting and composition in a film, setting tone for Mm -hmm. what happens, tone comes more from pencil work. Whereas if you're in a more middle-of-the-road style, you can bend that tone further using color and ink, and you get so much more. It's like in theater, if you have a really high concept show right. or a really grounded show, the way you light that, and I say this as a lighting designer, the way you light that is in service to that thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you have something that's more stylized and in the middle ground and not you know, super abstract, but also not super realistic, like what you do with the lights makes a big difference. If you're doing Little Shop of Horrors, you could play that a lot of ways. It's right. not a realistic show. But you could play it super grim and dark and dirty mm-hmm. and dingy. Or you could play it cartoony. And the way you light it and the way you paint your set and the way you detail your costumes. All of that builds that. Right. So well, I think it's the same way in comics. Like you've is. got yeah. that middle ground where Image is going to do a bunch of variants. I think in June, but I may have that wrong. Where they have one penciler for the cover. You're going to hate this, Brian, because you're going to love I'm, this. <laughs> I'm going to want A You have one penciler. Yes. And like six or
2: seven different colorists yes, draw, coloring the
0: same wow.
1: cover. Oh no, that's going to be and you're really gonna, neat. Yeah,
2: you're going to get to see how big of a difference that makes. The example I they've released like, is By the way, I think it's cover. a great idea yeah. just to demonstrate yeah. how much difference that makes. Yeah.
0: There's, I think the Spawn cover is the only one I've seen released, but they've released like six or seven different colorists' version of the same Spawn wow. cover. Yeah. And it's just tremendous.
2: Yep.
1: It's, it's wow. a super subjective thing, too, though. Yeah. You know, it, 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 what works for for me, you uh, oh. know, obviously, we're we're yeah. you're talking about the yes. stylized art. You I, know. Now,
2: I will say, kind of going back to what Alex was talking about, how in kind of that middle-of-the-road penciling, right, you can kind of swing it either way. I do think that lends towards versatility in a lot of stories, mm-hmm. too, where if the story has humor and darkness and... You know, serious, and you can change the coloring within that mm-hmm. artist. To, a really to, good to example,
0: like I yeah. think. And when we say middle Road, we yeah. we're not talking quality; we're talking no, 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 no. right, 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 Like right. flexibility yes. of style. Yes, Patrick Dertcher, yes, please. I yes. think is a great example of this. The very first work of his that I saw, was, or that I knew was him at least that right. I was aware of, was uh, during Forever Evil. He did the Rogues' Rebellion tie-in for okay. the Flash miniseries. And he had this super inky, cartoony almost style, and he's he's kind of flexible in his his line work anyway. Uh, I don't remember if he inked himself or not. but It was very heavily inked. It was cartoony. It had like really strong, almost jewel tone color work yeah. to it. Whereas if you look yeah. at Trinity,
2: uh-huh.
0: oh. Trinity is much more played straight. Yes. It's much more played toward realistic.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, more realistic shadowing and more. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, and it's much more representational and how yep. features are displayed on it. So, like, there's, and this is, I think, getting into editorial. Real quick,
2: yeah. This this was the one that only only Tim read, so we couldn't distract yeah, him I and go down the road. Oops.
1: <laughs> I, I, you guys say that. I think it's me that's doing it to you. I, I get y'all Oops. started on. So Tim, well, asking at the end of the day, and, and which way, it's all Mike's fault. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at I I don't know that I've written uh, that I've read any other work by Matt Kent. He's the 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 writer, I guess. On Matt this, the, Kent is very good. Yeah, um, I may have read it and just didn't realize I was yeah. reading it at the time. But good book. Everybody should go buy it. Yeah, that's the that's the mean, short version. Good there. Your book. <laughs>
0: okay. Brian, I turn to you to be concise. <laughs> oh shit! Really?
3: Oh shit! We're doomed. We
0: are so much in trouble. <laughs> yeah, you might say that? we're damned. Dr.
2: Strange,
3: Doctor damnation
0: Strange, damnation number four. Yeah, Tarnation. and Doctor Strange
2: number three eighty nine. Yeah, I we're combining like... these because yeah. Uh, yeah, damnation is the is really the wrap up of the yeah. story. If uh, you haven't read these yet, damnation, then yes. Doctor Strange. Yeah, read three. damnation. Like I, I read like the first four pages of Doctor Strange. Like nope. Went and read Damnation yeah. and then came back. Damnation is, is also probably point. a pretty good way to do it. Which, actually, that worked fine. Yeah. There's a real big clue when, when he's talking to Clea and says... Yeah, Spoilers? And that, and, well, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, the fact that he's just talking to her doesn't really spoil anything. But I thought she was dead, so it would oh. for
0: me. <laughs>
2: okay, anyway. Um... But he says, you know, so and that's that's how it ended. And you know, I was like, oh, shit, then I should go read this first. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I'm going to do that. Um, but it, I really, really liked, I've talked a lot about how I was kind of disappointed in how they finish up stories. Yeah. Not so in this one. I loved how they finished this with, both with Bats and specifically with Wong. And Johnny. And, well, and Johnny, yeah. Like, they put him in a great place for that character. Yeah.
0: Also, can I get an I told... Can I can I play an I told you so? Go for it. What was the epilogue for this? Uh, oh. It was the
2: setup for a Midnight Suns book. Oh, yeah, it was. You're absolutely... Yes. Yeah, you're right. You called that one completely. Called shot, sir.
0: There's going to be a Midnight Sun spin-off of this if there is any justice in this world. And the epilogue to this issue introduces that. And introduces some potential team members. And do you see who is one of them?
2: Uh, well, Nico!
0: Yes. How yes, good would is. Nico be as part of the... like? Imagine Nico and Moon
2: Knight in a book together. Oh my god. Nico and Moon Knight and Ileana. Like,
3: the, the issue <laughs> where she gets frustrated
2: with him and just casts Sanity... <laughs> what I, you know, what I would love to see would be uh, specifically Ilyana and and um, uh, you just said her, Nico on the same team. Because first of all, there's going to be friction there. Yeah. Second of all, Ilyana could like uh, here's here's my dream for this. Like Ilyana can always cast spells and do stuff and is always doing stuff right, whereas Nico is limited and frustrated by that at this R- point. Right. But like, if Nico's spells and what she did was more powerful than Ilyana's, mm-hmm. but that she was limited because she could only do it one time with a, with a word, that would be great. Just that play of. Of the back and forth with that. That yeah. would be wonderful. Anyway, sorry. That would be That's, very yeah. good. Back to Doctor Strange, because I'm keeping us on track. Yes. Stay <laughs> on track, Brian. That's right. Brian, focus, god damn it. Yeah. Um, but no, super, super good. Wong, they left him in a wonderful place. Mm-hmm. Like, not... Like, it fits very, very much where his character needs to be with Marvel and with Doctor Strange right now. Um. It, it, you know what? This actually thinking back on it right now, it just hit me. It reminds me a lot of the Flash we just talked about where they wrap up a lot of things that were kind of sitting out there that needed to be dealt with. It's not necessarily there's a conclusion or an end to it, but they're wrapped up. They're dealt with. Yeah. Those situations are in a place where where you can understand, okay, yeah, they, they've they put this in a, in a specific place. Um, and then the Doctor Strange issue is really... A after, uh, kind of a wrap, kind of a, almost yeah. like an epilogue, right? Um, kind of a what comes after. It's really kind of sweet too. It is. It's very sweet, and um, since I've already mentioned it, Clea helps Stephen come to a realization that he had not consciously thought of. Yeah, um, and I could not be any happier about yeah. it.
0: Well, that sets up what will be the final issue of Nick uh Nick Cates, Nick Spencer, and Donnie Cates. <laughs> yeah. What will be the final
2: issue of Donnie Cates' run on Doctor Strange? Yes, and now I'm going to call spoilers. Big spoilers. spoilers. Yeah. Um, yeah, Clea basically says that. Um, yeah, you you realize you're in love with Zelma, right? And guess yeah. who's back next issue? Like Spider Man. The, the end. The end of it is him calling Zelma. Yeah. Also, Spider Man is in the neck. Spider Man is in the neck because the cover is great. Like, Spider Man's knocking on the door, and, and him and Zelma are like hiding. And the bats, and, and, and bats. And bats are hiding so he won't see that they're <laughs> <laughs> Yes. And that was Brian smacking the table. It was. We're we're in a, we're in a small, limited space here. Yeah, it's kind of hard not to bump. Pretty in, much,
1: I, I did that about four hundred times before we started recording. So I'm pretty much sitting backwards at this point. You did it quietly. <laughs> <And> then,
2: <laughs> yeah, but I don't do anything quietly. No, so that's it's all good. Uh, but Doctor Strait, great! Like this this run of of. It, it, you have to get this I, yeah. I, I can't recommend it Highly enough
0: Really this part is Just if Donnie Kate's name
2: Is Well that's I what it is there As, there as is soon that. as I get yeah. Caught
1: up on Thanos Then it's gonna lead Into Doctor Strange Then we'll get into The stuff that we were Reading about in Solicitations Yeah And, yeah.
2: and, yeah, and he's got a lot Coming out
0: we're Yeah Venom out. Yeah,
1: yeah. Hey
2: speaking of Venom
0: Yeah Hey Venom 165 and Venomized 4. You'd ask to talk to v- about Venomized, but I made you put Venom on here, too, because I heard what the big event in this issue was. Yeah. So, so you can start with whichever one you want.
1: Okay, well, we'll go ahead and do... We'll do Venom 165. Since okay. That was a little more interesting. Um, And I'm, I, I guess everything that I... If you're worried about anything being a spoiler that's in there, I don't know. We're going to go ahead and cover it.
0: Can you say anything non-spoilery about Venomized? Uh... Yeah.
1: Start with um, the
0: venomized. though. Okay. I lied, you don't get to choose. Okay.
1: Um more battling of uh, the poisons. Uh turns out that Gene and Cyclops have a, a psychic link. This is evil poison gene. Okay. Um and they're they're talking back and forth, so it has to do they can they can find each other. Um, uh,
2: this makes it one makes me wonder if it's the if it's like the young X Men because Gene and Cyclops had a psychic link in there yeah. the, the two of them. So it is the young X Men, is isn't it? Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I believe did, it is. I'm not reading it, so that's why. I don't no, it. okay. Yeah. Um, I believe it is. Okay. Um, for as up as I am on Marvel's X Men, like I'm, there's a lot going on there. Oh God, yeah. yeah. Um,
0: read X Men Red, and you're
1: good. Okay. All right. Who writes X? Is that Tom Taylor? That's Tom Taylor. Yeah, okay. So um, so, good. so yeah, they're going up to attack them in space. The 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 poisons and Thanos comes down.
0: Does anybody sing that Jason Mraz song? Because it's in my head now. Thanos, the Thanos in space.
1: Poison.
0: <laughs> poison. I got the remedy. No,
1: Th- no. no, nobody sings that. Every you, time was, the poisons are mentioned, like, song you, the
0: song pops you, you, you made that joke in Venomverse, too. I know. Because <laughs> Adam corrected me on when that song came out. That's right.
2: There you go.
1: Um, and uh, there's another character who I guess I failed to mention. You've got Carnage floating around here. He's under the control of the poisons now, so that's that's well, always that's fun. That's bad.
2: Wait. Regular Earth Carnage?
1: Yes. Oh. No. No, no, no! Wait, he's uh, under half the... of regular Earth Carnage.
2: He's under the control of the poisons. Yes. Oh, okay. That's... So
1: Carnage with Cletus Cassidy, yeah. Uh, they put a symbiote on him. He flips out. He says, "No, no, no! This isn't mine." Then they put the the mind control robot on top of
2: him. Okay. They have
0: Cletus. Yeah. Yes. 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 So They're not, not carnage. The carnage symbiote. Yes,
1: correct. Okay. Correct. Because he's in right him him now. In <laughs> a symbiote. Because
2: well, the reason I asked that because in Venomverse a
1: symbiote. Or,
2: yeah, whatever. In Venomer, like they brought Carnage in specifically to deal with the poisons, <laughs> like to help deal with the poisons. I asked specifically yeah.
0: because spoilers for basing Spider-Man right yeah. now.
1: Norman Osborn has the Carnage right. that Yeah. Um. So yeah. So they're they're dealing with that. Um. And then you have um. Sort of a a showdown between Thanos and Kid Kaiju who. I don't really know anything about Kid Kaiju. Kid
0: Kaiju is an Inhuman created in the events of uh, Infinity when Black Bolt detonated the Terrigen Bomb, which is what created all those new Inhumans, including Kamala Khan, uh, whose entire thing I think is Kaiju he draws. Yeah, he can draw them and they to come life. to
1: life. That you can—I mean, you can pick up what yeah. he does from from reading yeah. this. But no.
0: there was mm-hmm. an event that. I think the only thing I read related to it was a champions tie-in that Jeremy Monsters was Unleashed. In Monsters Unleashed. Yeah. And there's a Monsters Unleashed ongoing that was Cullen Bunn and Cullen Bunn writes this too. So yeah. he's by and large like one of his characters. Yeah.
1: So Venom one sixty five. Um the Clintar or the <laughs> Symbiote uh, is about to spawn. Um we find that uh Venom is actually being trapped by a f- former partner of his named Dixon um who would like to take that spawn and use it with another famous villain um it's the scorpion um, who has been venom before who has been venom before um and the 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 way they get around that is really interesting and i think we should probably call spoilers before that
2: so that's that scorpion venom
1: See, nice spoilers yeah there we go that's a nice calm calling of spoilers. You. um but the the way they get around it is is uh they basically trick everybody into thinking that the the child or spawn or whatever is stillborn um which later in the book towards the end you find out it's not nice mm-hmm. yep and it's so. going to to probably come up later the way they they frame the story
0: I'm going to go ahead and call spoilers for uh, something that I have heard to be the case about Nick Spencer's Spider-Man run that's coming up. Mm -hmm. Uh, My understanding is that Peter gets the black suit back for that run. So I wonder if this is how they're setting that up. Now, do we know is that
2: just a suit or is that a
0: symbiote? I understand it to be a symbiote.
3: Okay. I Which, could be wrong. It could just yeah. be a black suit. Right
1: now, he has one in, in Venomized. Uh, it doesn't strike me as something that was that was sort of permanent, but um, the, all of those things could be related.
0: They very well could be. Hmm.
1: And next okay. month, we get Donny Cates. Yes. So, yes. Super excited about that.
0: All right. Next book, Hunt for Wolverine One-Shot. So before we started recording... There were some questions about this. I'm the only who heard it, so I'm going to call spoil, full spoilers straight up for this book
2: and answer those questions. Do they do they kill him and gut him? Oh, not that kind of hunt. I'm sorry. <laughs> well,
0: it starts That'd off be... with that kind of hunt, sort of. The Reavers actually do kick off this book. That'd be a pretty good. good
1: book, though. I think. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so oh we've god. seen Wolverine I just running had a around. Story
2: idea for a Wolverine book. Oh my god. <laughs> Go.
0: We've seen Wolverine running around and this is sort of getting into the how if he was encased in adamantium did he get out. And the answer is they did not feel like leaving him in a remote cabin in the Canadian wilderness for superheroes to occasionally stop by and pay their respects was a great way to I guess honor him in his death.
1: Damn, we were going there this fall. (laughs) That's how I want to go though. Just so you guys know.
0: Encased in boiling metal. Got it. What do you mean want to go?
1: I mean like you're go, sir. Yeah. Once I'm on the other side, give me <laughs> oh, a yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Okay, I got
0: you. What What you're saying is, once you have matriculated to the afterlife, yes, would oh, yeah. like see. us to yeah, go dig you. up your corpse, yeah. and okay. bronze it, yeah, whatever. basically, okay, just like Shitty Iron Man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> shitty Iron Man's new t- new Twitter handle. <laughs> <laughs> it's an old Mabimbam video. <laughs> is, is. is it? Yes. Oh.
2: It's aluminum foil, man. That's so shitty Iron Man.
0: <laughs> Kitty phases him out of the adamantium. They call back to, this is the hardest phasing job she's had to do since the bullet in Whedon's Astonishing X-Men. Because she has to get the adamantium that's a part of him separately from the adamantium he's stuck in. And not just, you know, turn him into jello. Nice little Wolverine ceviche. And then yeah he they discover he's out of the ground, and you don't really know how that happens, but this also sets up all the four issue mini series that are coming out of here um you see her approach deadpool not deadpool uh Daredevil and Tony Stark, and they pull teams together to go hunt for Wolverine, as the title would in fact imply uh, we talked about Mera
2: already right. No. Well, I think that's. We started to
0: talk no,
1: about Mira. Is that where we were? Yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah. were. When you look down at the card, we were talking about Mira, I think. I'm not 100% sure on that, though.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll use one of the two, whichever is the better take <laughs> yeah. if we've done this twice now. <laughs> Um,
2: so as a, a, is fitting with Tim here, apparently he broke through his salt circle and escaped and caused all sorts of havoc. Yeah. Uh,
0: the memory card filled up halfway through recording. So we might have already talked about this. You may never hear any of this. You might be hearing this and find it funny. Who knows? I blame Barry Allen and Tim. Yeah.
1: Oh man, I'm as bad as Barry Allen. <laughs> I a Nelson. T-shirt that says that I'm as <laughs> I'm bad, as Barry, bad as Barry Allen.
2: Yes. All right, Mara, Queen of Atlantis. Um, this is first of all, it's a fantastic issue. But um, Aaron, who is Orm's fiance, yes, the bride now... will not
0: say racist things about her. <laughs> this I didn't say that. <laughs> she was a
2: drylander. Come on, That's not... but um, uh. She is now, by Alex's and I's decree, any time any superheroes or supervillains are doing stupid things, like oh, six, any of the Civil Wars, um, she is now going to go in and talk to them, because this is what happens when someone with common sense tells people what they should be doing.
0: Yes, this issue is Aaron Shaw mediating Orm and Mara and getting them to team up because they both
2: want the same thing. She's like, well, wait, so... Y- you want this, but you're involved because this is what you want. What do you, What do you? Don't you want the same thing? Why were you? Why about the to hell kill are her? you two? Why are you two fighting each other and not teaming up to do this? You literally want the same thing.
0: <laughs> Introducing Aaron Shaw, the mediator.
2: <laughs> like, good lord. Um, no, but it does further uh, Orms character development, and and like. His storyline in in this is amazing. I, I can't yeah. I can't speak highly enough of of what they're doing with him. I love it. I love it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Avengers number six ninety. The end of the surrender. Yeah. So this is kind of the after.
3: This is yeah. again. This this, this is issue kind of is aftermath. very much
0: aftermath. It is. It is. And it's kind of setting up where people are going next. Uh, 689 was really the big end of the fight between the Avengers and the, uh, Grandmaster Prime and all of that. Uh, but we didn't talk about that last week. We we did not. We did not.
2: So, um, yeah, essentially you find out it it really does a lot of setup for what's going to be coming next is what, is what the, this issue is all about. Um, you know, uh. Sunspot, I can't remember his name now. Citizen V. Citizen V, uh, yeah. Steps down, right? And you find out what he wants to do next, and you get uh, Valeria, which is. Or not Valeria. um, uh, Voyager.
0: Voyager. Voyager.
2: Who it turns out is not Valeria Richards. Who is not Valeria Richards. Um, But is still a great character. Yes. Like, I love how. You know, in typical Avengers of fashion, oh, you fought with us. Why don't you be an Avenger? And she's like, no, I'm not ready for that.
3: Yeah.
2: I'm like, oh, my God. Like, you making that statement? You're so much more ready than a lot of the people (laughs) who have been Avengers before. Truth. (laughs) Yes. So um, she goes off to take care of, and when I say take care of, I mean, like, shepherd over and watch and try to redeem the challenger. Yes. Yeah.
0: Uh I would say if you are a person who has had trouble getting into Marvel events because they require so much knowledge of what's going on. Or maybe I don't know, maybe you just watched Infinity War and are listening to this because you want to read comics and haven't before, and if you've made it this far, just good on you. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, Like if you got through
2: (laughs) all of the what came before and you're new to comics, like wow you like you're jump you, you definitely are in the right place because uh-huh. you belong in comics if you stuck with it this long <laughs> i think this is a very accessible story oh
0: there are definitely characters who you might not know there are definitely bits of continuity that set up and come out of it but at the end of the day like if you just go with the flow with those things every yep. character gets their own moment in this to kind of shine and let you know what they're
2: about. You're given enough information to know what's going on in regards to this story and yeah, you're all good. And
0: more than anything I think there are two things that really make this stand out as a good, even introductory story to me. One is it is the clearest definition of what it means to be an Avenger and what the Avengers do. Yes. And it does not like as it comes out of and moves into sort of other continuity, but it does not leave you hanging. It doesn't
2: rely on that it, to. It's not to like, either to either begin the story or end it.
0: It's not like Act One of a story that is perpetually right. okay. Here is Act Two, which is really Act One of the next thing, which is right. really Act One of the
2: which happens a lot in comics. Yeah,
0: it is not the human centipede event. Correct. Ugh.
2: And 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 that's not anywhere in this, so that's good. But you know what
0: I mean. The worst, I do know what you mean.
1: The worst part of the Olympics. I, I do. I do.
2: <laughs> the never-ending Act One.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you.
0: Uh, which is not a th- like. I'm not trying to rag on that. I enjoy <laughs> traditional events, but this is not that. And I think that makes it much more accessible.
2: Yeah. There is like within this event, it has its own beginning, the story, and its own end. All within yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. And like the trade for this when it comes out, because I'm mm-hmm. sure this will all be in It's a all going to be trade. in one
0: book. I think it's listed in June.
2: It, MRP fantastic. Is 50 bucks. And like if you are just getting into, if you're interested in Marvel, like you said, just watch The Avengers maybe. Like that would be a fantastic book to pick up. Yeah. And, and you're going.
0: Yeah. Yep. Um,
1: when did you say that trade's coming out? I think it it's out June? in June. Is it June?
0: Uh, I know I've seen it solicited, and I don't think it was in the July solicitations that I looked at this morning. Invincible Iron Man number five ninety nine. Brian, tell me about this
2: book. Okay, this is a fan. This is this is what I would consider. Which I mean, we've kind of seen glimpses of him before. Yeah. This is the issue I would consider as the return of Tony Stark. Yes. Yeah. And you know what? I, I don't. We still don't know one one hundred percent what's going on. Whatever it is. Tony's learned some things. Yes. Like he has grown up a bit.
0: <laughs> it feels that way at least. Yes,
2: it does. Yeah. Um and he comes back to talk to have a conversation with his mom because he knows that she's so super worried about him. Mm-hmm. And but he tells her, Yes. I, I and this is where I feel like he's kind of grown up. He's like, what's going on right now? I can't tell you about it. I can't tell you exactly what's happening. But I'm sorry that it has to be this way, but I'm taking care of things that need to be taken care of. And then I'll let you know what's what's happened. Like he says, the minute I realized
0: you guys were looking for me, I turned around.
2: Right. Yes. So I like super, super involved in figuring out what's going on with like, it's probably the most I've been interested in Tony Stark, Iron Man possibly ever. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to read that that slot run coming? God, yes. Of course I am.
0: Uh, I mean, you're the weirdo who skipped out on Slot Spider-Man, so I can't assume anything with you. Before we call spoilers, Mm -hmm. we learn the identity of the person who has been maneuvering Riri and the other iron-adjacent people. Spoilers. I assumed this was going to tie... Because, like, all of Bendis' books that he's wrapping up, like, Share threads with each other. I assumed this was going to tie into what's going on with Cable trying to recruit Spider-Man to a team right now. You'd be wrong. <laughs> I was incorrect. Yes. Tim, would you like to hazard a guess who is recruiting Riri Williams and other Iron People to a team? From MIT. Recognizing I know you're not reading this. Yeah,
1: I have no clue. And by the way.
2: Just guess. And by the um, way, if you say were, if you were reading this. It would not be any clue as to who this person was. No. But
1: And your your guess was Cable?
2: My guess was Cable. R- rely on your knowledge of the world and not on your knowledge of Marvel and the Marvel Universe. No, you can that rely on your so knowledge worse. of Marvel and well, the Marvel too, Universe. that too, that too, that too. But, like, because um, I'm, I'm leading him away from what may be
1: some I'll other give guesses.
0: you a hint. If you know anything yeah. about the founding of S.H.I.E.L.D. There you go.
1: Nick Fury? No. no.
0: Older. Older than Nick Fury?
1: Um, I don't know who founded S.H.I.E.L.D.
0: Leonardo da Vinci.
1: Oh, from the Hickman stuff. I yes. think I did know that.
2: Yeah. Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah. Leonardo da Vinci is... is <laughs> he, and basically he says that you know that S.H.I.E.L.D. is gone now. The what? next thing needs to happen, and I want you guys to be part
1: of it.
0: I'm still not convinced that da Vinci and Cable aren't working together, though. Yeah. Here's the other thing for spoilers.
1: So this is like time travel da Vinci? Or is
0: that, or he's lived the whole I, time? That's I, yeah, I, I
2: think I think he has found a
1: way to extend his the life.
0: last two yeah. issues yeah. of Hickman's of Hickman's children still haven't come out. So well, they're finished now, but they they haven't come out yet. They come uh, out in like the next couple of weeks.
1: Wow! No, <laughs> I no never would have guessed Leonardo da Vinci. Yes, yeah, that's, that's um, why
2: I say, That's why I was trying to lead you away from yeah. things in the, like yeah. Who else would be involved in science? That would be a huge person. That yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, Super good book, mode. yeah. Good God.
0: Uh, the other big spoiler here is, I
2: guess yeah. Tony's dad's alive. Yeah, yeah. Like not Howard, but like no. his real biological. Yeah. Yes.
1: Howard's not his biological father. Okay.
2: No. We found that out. God only but know. That
0: started back in the Kieran Gillen run and yeah. continued that. into yes. Bendis's run. Uh, International Iron Man was largely about him finding out who his mother was. And meeting her, and then
2: he died. Yeah. And by the way, his mom and Mary Jane are still amazing in this issue.
0: <laughs> I need his mom to just keep showing up. <laughs> yes. And I need
2: Dan Slott to bring Aunt May over. And then, as if, as if all of what we've already talked about wasn't enough, though, the fucking Victor Doom stuff was like a, a big heart old heart pullout like uh like holy shit really like uh, like all of these people i care more about them now than i
0: ever mm-hmm. have yeah.
2: um so good on ya
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like iron man has been, dis- been his best okay last one moon knight number 194 this is the beginning of a new arc and this this issue by itself is kind of a one shot
2: uh it I, is it stands by itself yeah
0: this is sort of like the secret history of Moon Knight. And it starts with this very tongue-in-cheek thing. He's talking to Frenchie, and Frenchie's like, if you could undo all this damage and not be Moon Knight, he's like, Would you? He's like I can't do that. Then I wouldn't be Jewish. And right. he starts talking about Jewish jokes, and the role of Jewish jokes in Jewish culture, and all of that. And it sort of takes the trope of Jewish people making jokes about themselves as a form of ownership, and turns that entirely on its head over the course of the issue. Yeah. Like into this like cruel nightmarish moment that defined his childhood and was like sort of
2: the original trauma. Like like I'll be on like the first probably 5 pages of this. I'm like wait, is this a moon Knight book still? Cuz it did <laughs> like it was such a different tone and feel and like, like okay, it's, maybe there maybe are a bunch... they're, maybe they're telling something else. but then like as as it progresses from there, it gets to a point where you're like, "Oh no, it's very much a Moon Knight book." Like there are a bunch of scenes of rabbis and elders telling each other Jewish jokes in the first five pages. Yeah, and this kid who feels like he doesn't fit in with his peers and at school and stuff, who hangs out with these adults, who yeah,
3: yeah,
1: interesting.
0: It's a very good and dark, but like it's it's every bit as good and dark as Bemis's run has been so far. But it's much more like horror than like psychological horror than
2: superhero-y gods and monsters horror. Like more explanation of, oh shit, this is why Mark developed the psychosis that he
0: did.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: And then you get this really sweet scene at the end with him and his daughter, because it turns out he's like kind of telling her about himself and the way his mind is, and she's like, I don't see the problem with that. Yeah. That's just really sweet. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah, she's great. Yeah. All right. Is it still good? Okay. Here we go. Let's do it. Uh, Abbott number four. Elena pulls herself back up and gets back into the fight. Batman Beyond number nineteen. Nobody is happy with Bruce's decision to let Matt play Robin. The demon hell is earth. The king is dead, and the other king is dead. Long live the king! Long live the king! <laughs> this is Book number two of two this week, in which hell gets a new king. Uh, Detective Comics nine
2: seventy nine. Brian um, Omac runs his new favorite program. Packs Batman. A uh, pat back. Packs Batmana. Sorry. C colon backslash
0: backslash. <laughs> yes. Run packs Batmana. Yes. Uh, Doom Patrol number 11, nothing happens.
2: <laughs> that was the most accurate statement.
0: Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps number 43, Tib, who is making a face at me for that Doom Patrol book. <laughs> it just makes me want to go He's, read Doom Patrol now. You just have
2: to know who nothing is. <laughs>
1: um, He's okay. a
0: real nothing man. That'd be a real nowhere man. But... Not if you're Doug Funny during oh, the parody nice. version. Okay.
1: The... Uh... The Lanterns realize how strong the Dark Stars are and realize they are going to need help.
0: Mother Panic, Gotham AD number two. Uh, What's her name? Who? Mother Panic.
2: Um. Oh, shit, Violet. Uh, Violet,
0: Violet, thank you. Yeah. Violet takes a stroll through the park.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yep.
0: Teen Titans number 19. Uh, Space Mom
2: saves the day. The Terrifics number three, Brian. Um, the team fights a war wheel and we get a lot more clear view of what their personalities are, which I don't know if I'm happy about. Titans annual number two, Monsieur
0: Mala does what he has to for love.
2: Okay. Trinity number 22, Brian. Um uh, I, I'm real quickly before I do my thing. This is the final issue of Trinity. It is. Yeah, so uh this is this is the end. Um unfortunately <laughs> the, the team continues to battle Demos and Steve Trevor and unfortunately I, I I lose my favorite Steve Trevor that I've ever had. <laughs> the only good Steve Trevor is That's, a bad Steve Trevor. <laughs> nope, no, no. No, the Steve Trevor was okay. I was okay with him being the evil villain. That's good. Yeah.
0: Wonder Woman number 45, Diana learns that the real power was inside her all along. Love. It it was actually good. as cheesy as that is. Okay. Uh,
2: Hit Girl number three, Brian. We learn that, damn, Hit Girl prepares for things just about as well as Batman would. So don't try to outguess her or outplay her. (laughs) Ice Cream Man number
0: four. We watch... A man who is considering leaving his pregnant wife console his friend's father, his dead friend's father, and we meet the ice cream man's enemy.
2: My my one word would be, uh, be careful of the life that you wish for.
1: I've got to start reading that book. You have to read yeah, this book.
0: This is like, this issue will be the end of the first trade. Yeah. yeah. And there's a couple of months and it will be back in July. Um uh, but it's so, so good. It's an anthology book, but, but this, like, sets the seeds for there is going to be a thread that does really connect. Um, Redneck number 12, Tim. I really need to read this one. Oh, it's so
1: Me good. Too. Landry sucks, and Phil and Evil are the best. The,
2: Didn't we already know that? Lately? Yeah. Okay.
1: Just, so good, though. Like I've only read part. the first trade, and I know that yeah. already.
2: <laughs>
0: Saga number 51 Where there's a will, there's a way. Only Wolverine number 34, Brian.
2: Um, We continue the old man Laura, and um, whether she wants it or not, Laura gets some help in her final mission. Now, this also has
0: Brian's quote of the week.
2: Quote, quote. (laughs) Dang
1: it. Missed it, I missed my cue
2: <laughs> So Gabby, uh, Gabby recruits Captain Marvel, old woman Captain Marvel And fully grown up Kate Bishop Hawkeye to come help And um, they're going in and uh, something, uh, like Laura didn't know that Gabby was going to do this So uh, they're, they're going in and Gabby goes, don't be annoyed with me Laura I mean I know you were going for a heroic sacrifice But you know more heroes means a more heroic sacrifice and Kate Bishop goes, I mean, that's just basic hero sacrifice math.
0: Exiles number two. Uh, we meet the rest of the team as they help Wolvie stop Magne- Lil Magneto Lil from committing Magneto. the
2: greatest crime, stealing pies. But but even though an a, a arch nemesis steals your pies, they can still be your friend.
0: <laughs> Until
2: a giant space hit erases them. Well, that's... Yeah, that's a different issue. (laughs) Legion number four, Brian. They get Hunter on their side in battling Lord Trauma, um, but we learned that uh, the internal world of Legion's mind and the the real external world are very much linked. Lockjaw number three, Brian. Lockjaw and Spider-Ham team up to fight the Wrecking Zoo. (laughs) <laughs> and we meet Lockjaw's final sibling, uh, or, or at least the... the. the well, I don't want to say final sibling. We meet another... We'll say another of Lockjaw's siblings. I don't want to phrase it that way. Um, and um, Docjaw is possibly the cutest and best of all of them.
3: <laughs>
0: all right, so I have actually a, a question okay. on this issue. One of the animal equivalents of the Wrecking Crew... The the Thunderball equivalent. Um, well, we have... Um, is an owl. Thunderbowl, yes. Well, that's actually my question. Is it Thunderbowl or Thunderbowl? Oh. Because owl <laughs> is pronounced that way. Thunderbowl? Thunderbowl. Yeah, uh, Yeah. maybe so. I feel like nobody tried to say this out loud. <laughs> I wrote this out like Thunderbowl is a terrible name. Thunderball sounds
2: more like Thunderball, but it is an owl. Especially when you consider that owls regurgitate pellets more than, yeah. Why do you think Thunderbell is a
1: terrible name? I think Thunderbowl Thunder is a is implies implies, fantastic name.
0: Thunderbowl implies for an owl superhero more, let's say, cloaca-related <laughs> yeah.
2: powers. Which, maybe that's where the big steel exactly. ball
0: comes from. Yeah, I don't right? know, but... <laughs> this is not Hawk Daddy Brian.
3: <laughs>
0: old Man Hawkeye number four. Speaking of bowels and regularity.
2: <laughs> um, So, Old... Old man Clint goes to hunt down. Um, we find out he is hunting the thunderbolts, not the thunder bowels. No, not the thunder bowels, the thunderbolts. Um, and as he is doing, so he is continuing to be hunted by bullseye. Um,
0: I'm sorry, Tim. I know you had questionable ramen earlier this yeah. week. Yeah. Maybe I should stop the thunder <laughs> vowel commentary.
1: Just saying it's a hard gang to get people to join. The <laughs> name like that on the back of the jacket.
0: Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man, number 303. Uh, as was often the case for the Mouseketeers, the day is saved by Annette. net.
3: Wow.
2: Spider-Gwen number 31, Brian, as much like what happened recently in Peter Parker the Amazing Spider-Man. Um Gwen goes to someone to get their help in s- revealing herself.
0: I will say this, this issue, like I've been kind of not down on this book, but I wasn't sure where it was going. This mm-hmm. issue clarifies a whole hell of oh, a it, lot. Oh, yeah, it does
2: clean up right. a lot of what's going on. Yeah. yeah. With, I, I guess you can't call them the Council of Gwyns, but, you know, maybe you could. I mean, I think that's exactly <laughs> what they call them. <laughs> yes. Uh,
0: Star Wars Dr. Aphra, number 19. We learn what Triple Zero's greatest cruelty of all might be. And finally, Thanos Annual, number one. Thanos is just kind of a bastard. I mean, I don't know, like... <laughs> you say that like it's news, to anybody. We get to see the petty side of Thanos in this, and it's amazing. How's that? Okay. It's time for solicitations, and we're going to go through these quickly. Okay, well, let's go through them quickly. Everybody ready? I'm ready. Brian and Tim, relay number one. Go, Tim.
2: Oh. Uh,
1: well, I...
0: You know what? Okay. You remember that
1: part about being ready? I'm not ready. <laughs> this is
2: a this is a new book from Aftershock. Um, it is Zach Thompson. Um, uh, and Donny Cates and Zach Thompson are both involved in this. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it is... Um, this was really, really interesting. Um,
3: it, it's another... As
2: planets are brought into... Like, as, as their planets are discovered and brought into the this, like, empire-type thing. Yeah. Right? Essentially, this this relay, this system gets put in place that indoctrinates and conforms them into the Empire so everything is harmonious. Clearly, that shit can't go well yeah. forever. So, <laughs> There's a,
0: Basically, they're just all getting gentrified immediately. Yeah. yeah.
2: All right. Uh, the Quantum Age from the world of Black Hammer. Real co- I, I'm sorry. I, I forgot to mention this. Um, there is a Z, number zero that's part of Free Comic Book Day if you're interested okay. in that. Yes. Cool. Yes. yeah. yeah. Alright, sorry. Go ahead now. Okay. What was it? The
0: Quantum Age from the World of Black Hammer, number
1: one. I put this on my list just because I need to get started on Black Hammer because absolutely everybody has told me how great Black Hammer stuff is. It is, is. It is yeah. great, yes. And that's, as somebody
2: who's read all of yeah. them so far. This is my, like,
1: July, I'll have every, all the Black Hammer stuff read. Bye. Uh, well,
2: and the good news is, and Alex is pointing this out, you can jump on any of these, and yeah. they all work independently as well as together. Yeah. Um, this is actually, this goes into, like, the distant future of the Black Hammer universe. Yeah, that's what it is. And it's about, you know, somebody who is inspired by the old heroes. And so, there we go. So, mm-hmm. it's the Legion of Superheroes and Black Hammer type.
1: But I imagine yeah. if you're going to talk about future, future Black Hammer universe, you probably want to have read some of the other... Probably. The reality
0: it. is, like, there are two Black Hammer traits now. If you're getting on, might as well get on the ground for it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Go for yeah, it. Absolutely. Uh, Brian has put goddamn Action Comics on this list yet again it, it,
2: it, This is another one of these super quick things So Action Comics Can I put su- it one, and
0: Superman number yeah, one Yeah, absolutely
2: So Action Comics number 1001 and Superman number one Both come out in July And they are the beginning of Bendis's run that's all, I'm, that's all I just wanted to bring that to Well, Man of the
0: Steel things. is the beginning of his run Well, okay,
2: What's but this of, of his ongoing yes. series Sorry Yeah Uh, Also Batman number 50 Yeah which is the wedding of Selena Kyle I imagine
1: that's going to be on everybody's list
2: Yeah uh, there was actually The only thing
1: I wanted to mention
2: about this Which I thought was really crazy Is like it's The written by credit is Tom King The art by credit Is honest to god like 20 people (laughs) long What's the page count for this? Um, 48 pages
0: so there are probably like a bunch, of like one or two splash page. Yeah, characters. I guess
2: so. But holy, cr-
0: damn. Okay, yeah. Uh, an actual number one, Catwoman number one, is also out in uh, July. This is Joelle Jones writing and drawing, spinning out of what she and Tom King have been doing together in Batman.
2: Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm actually really excited about this. I love selena as she's been portrayed in Mm -hmm. batman recently so i can't wait to see what joel jones does with her and her art is so good and if that wasn't quite good enough there's an art germ variant covered that's coming out with this
0: dc beach blanket bad guy special number one i think this was on brian's list did you have this it was it
2: was and here's the thing like when i first saw this i was like really dc's doing a damn swimsuit issue thing That's not what this is at all. Like I read the solicitation for it, and I was like, "Oh no, this actually is something very, very." This is
0: along the lines of like "Young Monsters in Love" or whatever. It
2: it is. This is like a one shot that's just a crazy zany. Like there's a there. It's described. It's as it's an anthology. Clearly, Uh, like there's one story that is the Joker and Bizarro as a summer bromance. (laughs) Like it's just crazy goofy. I kind of want to read that. Fun, right? Exactly. That was that's why I put it on here. Should be should be kind of interesting.
0: All right. We have, I'm going to tease Tim a little for putting Justice League number three on here, but he wasn't here when we talked about one and two. So you can talk about Justice League if you want. Well, you know
1: why I put that on there?
0: Hmm. I mean, it's not a number one. No,
1: it's not, but you get a new color lantern in there. You get the, the ultraviolet true. lantern. So that, that one was going on my list. I'm like, oh, I'll probably start with number one just to, yeah. to, to to be caught up. But as soon as I saw that, I'm like. Mm, which, which you know, infrared can't be
2: far behind now. I was thinking. Right. Was <laughs> right? That. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That, that's the first thing I thought. They said new color lantern, ultraviolet. And I was like, is that a color? Well, that, it's it's
3: is that the electromagnetic u-
0: spectrum. It's yeah. not perceptible to the human eye, but yeah, it's part
2: of the yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, spectrum you could then go to radio waves and gamma lantern and, <laughs> yeah. and all that. Yeah,
1: it's gonna get out of control.
2: It is. I'm, I'm sure the, it wasn't <laughs> good I'm sure the gamma
0: lantern will be revealed when Marvel and DC cross over. Yeah, so yeah right.
2: the gamma lantern.
0: All right. On the subject of Justice League. Justice League Dark and Justice League Odyssey. All three of us are excited for. Yeah. So Dark is Titan writing. Yep. Art by Alvaro Martinez. uh, Or sorry, Alvaro Martinez Bueno and Rol Fernandez. Yes. Uh, And this, along with Justice League and Odyssey, are all spinning out of Justice League No Dark. This is obviously the... Sorry, Justice League No Justice. This is obviously the dark, magical version. This is the magic folk With a roster including Zatanna, The Man Bat, Swamp Thing, and Detective Chimp. Uh, Is it Raven? Raven's in this too. Uh, Is Raven in this one or is she on the other team? I thought she's in this one. No, you're right. Starfires on the other two. Yeah. Well, and Tynan has said that like there is a huge roster for this that's well more than just what they've talked about Correct. Yeah, like yeah. Constantine will show up in here. Basically anyone who's magic will show I, and up. And
2: I, I get the feeling that with the story he's planning to tell that yeah, there's gonna be some rotation through like yeah. like not even not even like on on a permanent type, but like like each issue somebody might come in and then they go out they're gonna drift through as yeah. the story goes. Uh,
0: and then we have the Justice League in space. Yes, team in Justice League Odyssey.
2: <laughs> Joshua Williamson and Stepan Sheik. God, I cannot tell you how excited I am how about Stepan Sheik drawing. An
0: I with Sheik drawing
2: s- with Starfire. Come yeah.
0: on! <laughs> uh, if you follow him on Twitter, he's been re- he's already retweeted people who started cosplaying his version of her costume. Um, the roster oh, here...
2: Uh, as if that wasn't... Good, he's also drawn Jessica Cruz. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the roster here is
0: Cyborg, Starfire, Jessica Cruz, Asriel, and Darkseid. Which, if you're wondering how there's like a young 20-something Darkseid running around, Wonder Woman this week did explain that.
1: I thought... Okay.
0: He got old again, and then I he was got the, younger I again. Was
1: say, I thought he was a last time I saw him, he was a baby.
0: He was a baby, then he was a teenager, then he was a fully grown man, and now he's like 20-something. Okay.
2: He's he's the king, the conqueror of the DC now. <laughs> basically. <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, rat Queens special, Neon Static One-Shot. This is also Rat uh, Queens in the
2: future, is that right? It, it, like this, a sci-fi rat Yes, this is Rat Queens in the far It's like a cyberpunk take on mm-hmm. Rat Queens. And I cannot wait to read how they do this. Awesome. Amazing Spider-Man, number one and
0: two. Nick Spencer taking over Spider-Man after Dan Slott leaves. With... uh. Oh damn, I'm blinking, scrolling through the notes. Ryan Otley on
2: Art. Oh yeah. Of Invincible Fame. This'll be fun. Oh yeah. This is gonna be really, yeah. really good. I can't wait to to see what what he's got going on for it. Yeah. Uh Captain America number one. All of us put this on our list. Yeah. Todd Hase Coates writing Captain America. Like, what a great, great thing to happen. Yeah. I just yes.
1: Super excited so to good.
2: see what he is going to do with this character. Yes. The
1: only reason I know as soon as I saw Captain America number one and I saw who was writing it, I okay, that's going yeah. on the list. The right. only reason is because of this podcast. Otherwise okay. I would I would not be familiar with him at all. So right. I'm I'm super excited. Well you're welcome. Yeah, thank you. What thank can you.
0: we say <laughs> except you're welcome? Brian sang and I didn't. Wow. <laughs> it's that
2: triple strength drink you gave me.
0: True. <laughs> Cosmic Ghost Rider number one, another one that made all of our lists, despite only one of us having read Thanos.
3: Yeah, it, but it's, it's Donny Cates. Yeah,
2: but but so July. is Thanos. <laughs> <Yeah>. By, <laughs> yeah, by but July, I, that'll but be I that'll be fixed. Getting on Thanos, yeah. or I would have, right? I yeah, I told and, you and Thanos so. will be trade. Thanos will be trade.
1: This yeah. one's a no-brainer for me. Death
2: of the Inhumans number one. Uh, we we said Donny Cates already in the last one, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's still Donny Cates for this one. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, and, and literally the solicitation, like the end of this, is like, doesn't the title kind of say it all?
3: <laughs> like,
2: yeah. I can't, I, damn, this is obviously, especially as huge as the Inhumans have been in the Marvel yeah. universe recently. This is going to be a big impactful thing, I think. This is there's a five a, issue.
0: There's right? a variant cover for this that's the character design sheet for the villain Vox, mm-hmm. which looks like the Black Bolt who laughs. Oh. Oh. Like, he's got the, like, same black bolt jacket design, but he's got that kind of covered, domed...
2: Oh. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, this is a five-issue limited series. As is, by the way, uh, the uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider we just talked
0: about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And I'm sure it's just my rewatching West Wing, but as soon as I hear his name is Vox, my first thought is Vox Populi, Vox Dei. The voice of the people is the voice of a dog. There you go. The Life of Captain Marvel, number one. Another
2: limited series. Yeah, this is another five-issue limited series. This is supposed to be the new definitive origin of... Yes. um, And I'm not a... I I I have toyed around with Captain Marvel some before. Like I've the read the kind of here there, there Um there but like I don't know a ton about this character. This is the
1: same thing I said when so I read So I'm like,
2: it. you know what? It's a five issue limited run. I want um, let's start here and find out something about this character Absolutely. and see. I, I do know that I haven't been crazy about how they've portrayed this character recently, like say Civil War two issue. Yeah. But um outside know, of that though. Yeah. Let's let's find out what's going on.
0: Uh, X twenty three number one and two. Uh, this is
2: the the sequel to the all new Wolverine book.
0: Yes, I love Laura Kinney. I will read a Laura Kinney book. Yeah, I hate that they're calling it X twenty three. I will be honest about that.
2: I do too. It's exactly how I felt when they went back from Hulk to She Hulk. Yeah,
0: they're
3: like We've why are you doing that, this? It.
2: When, no, because oh no 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 you're yeah, right you're when right. they yes, went sir. back from Hulk back to She-Hulk yeah. yeah same thing like why are you doing this you, you're literally stepping back the mythos yeah. of this character yeah. don't do it but whatever but it's a uh, uh, Mariko Tamaki and yeah like,
0: who also wrote
2: wrote Hulk yes yeah which I very much enjoyed yeah so
0: uh, X Men Grand Design is getting its second pair of issues yeah. starting in July.
2: So X-Men Grand uh, Design, uh, and Second Genesis. Since we one and since two? at the end when the last one was ending, we kind of figured out how this numbering worked, right? So there they're, there are six total, but they're doing two and then two and then two. That's have, why we got confused.
0: Have you guys seen what the trade for one and two looks like? Uh,
1: I don't know. All right, I will cut out is the silence the big, here as is, I go grab this because the, I need
2: to see your reaction. Is that the great big? Is it the treasury version? Is that what you're talking about? Uh, well, I guess we'll find out when he gets back. <laughs> Regardless, um, so yeah, X Men Grand Design, if you're not familiar with it, this is Ed Pisker's basically loving tribute to going through and telling oh my the, goodness. Look at the this chronological thing. history of the X Men, like from the beginning all the way through. Um, and he's doing everything he's doing the art, he's doing the coloring. Yeah. And it is, the, the first two were phenomenal.
0: It is literally yeah, yeah. larger than DC's absolute collections. Yeah, it's
2: a it's a it's a it's an old treasury volume. It reminds me of the old great big, like Superman action comic, yeah. the, the old DC treasury.
0: Yeah, if you have his Hip Hop Family Tree, it's the same size okay. as those. Okay,
1: yeah, this is one and two. Yes, yes, that's one. as
0: well four. as a recolored, like he colored X Men one, as like back matter for this. Yeah, which looks really
2: nice. Um, like the first two of these were phenomenal. Oh yeah. So, good. and I, so like, it's a no brainer to pick up the next two of them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But yeah, it's uh comically large, let's say.
2: It is like, I, I I've got a bunch, I, I don't want to say a bunch. I've got probably eight or 10 books that are that size from the old DC treasury stuff yeah. from when I was collecting in the seventies and early eighties.
0: I was worried it would not fit on my bookshelf.
2: Yeah. Yeah, um, like I can probably find you a bag for it still. <laughs> like,
0: <yeah. laughs> like I still got. Wow. Some. Yeah. Archie meets Batman number one. I will at least buy the first issue of this. I will buy the variant that is Veronica signaling the race between Archie and Jughead in one car and Batman and Robin in the other.
1: I'll probably buy this one too.
0: That is that is the variant I will be getting. No question. Nice. Um it is exactly what it sounds like it's Batman 66 and Archie in an ongoing together. Is it an ongoing? I think so, yeah. Oh god. The Thrilling Adventure Hour. Tim, okay. we both so, have this on our list.
1: Yeah, I, I, this is another one where I've heard a ton of people talk about uh Ben Acker and Ben Blacker and I've yeah. talked I've heard plenty of people tell me how much they love The Thrilling Adventure Hour. Yep. And as soon as I saw it on solicitations I'm like, okay. Um I'll go back and do more research into what's already been put out there, but this is this is going on my list.
0: I I don't know if it's the only other one. I know there's another one that they put out called A Spirited Romance that's getting a re-release in July as well from IDW. Uh, I think this was IDW. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so this is a new ongoing. They're releasing at least that other one. And I guess IDW is the new home of Thrilling Adventure Hour Comics. It's an old radio show styled podcast. Mm-hmm. And Which I've not listened to, it's but uh, very good. That's what everybody has said.
1: Yeah, um, everybody has said it's great. This
0: is taking specifically one of the dip, like each each episode. Like they cycle through different stories.
2: This is so it's one like of an old serial where like they do like, one and then another and another and yeah. another and then they go back to the second. End. Yes, okay. That's how yeah. That's how se- yeah. old serials used to be. Yeah, and this is
0: one of those. Uh, uh, it's so fun and so funny, and yeah. Acker and Blacker have been doing... They did uh, the the Deadpool v Gambit. the V stands for Versus yeah. series, that was so, so good, that mm-hmm. if you have not read Tim, there's a trade for that that you should pick oh, up. It's it's, very, it is... That was a really good... Um, so, so on board for this.
2: Euthanauts. I'm the only one who put Euthanauts on the list. I read this, and it's a... Uh, shit without i'm in i am in the process of evaluating trying to do as much cutting as i can which is the only reason this did not go on my list because it sounded kind of cool
1: um i don't think i caught this one this is
0: teeny howard who uh
2: is she writing and drawing or is she just writing this one she is an artist yeah but the the premise of this and the reason it's called euthanauts is obviously it's a take off on like astronauts right yeah but what they're investigating is beyond life
0: yeah like instead of traveling through space they are traveling through death
2: into death yeah yeah, yeah to explore it
0: now she is writing yes. this one nick robles is the artist okay, okay. um i've already seen like kieran gillen and others who've gotten early preview copies uh-huh. talking about how good it is on Damn
2: twitter it. all right so it may have to go on my list
0: this is one of those books that I expect to be kind of like Wasted Space or Deep Roots, the sort of unexpected sleeper hit that no one's comic shop offers, orders enough copies of. I'm yeah. putting it
1: on the pull list today, then.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, this one is IDW. The, the Thrilling Adventure Hour stuff is
1: Boom. Boom. Yeah, Boom.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, just to clarify that. Farmhand. Tim and, I, Tim and I both have this one on our lists.
1: Yeah, uh, this is from one of the creators of Chew. Yes, it's uh,
0: the the artist on Chew, writing and drawing yeah. a mini series. It's about a
1: guy who's basically growing body parts for people. Yes, and and
0: like the, growing out of the ground.
1: Yeah, like like he's a he's farming them.
0: Yep. <laughs> uh, the the new world, yeah. The creepiest Farmville. yes. <laughs> the new world number one is Ollischcott and Tradmore, who did one of my favorite Avengers books ever together, the third volume of Secret Avengers. Uh, I'm sorry, Tradmore did covers for that. Michael Walsh was in tears, but they worked together mm-hmm. on that. Uh, this is... I'm Really, all I need to know is that I didn't actually read the solicitation before that. Uh, United States of America, after the second civil war, two lovers meet, one a straight-edge vegan hacker anarchist oh, boy yeah. with a penchant for messing with the I state, the other a chaotic hedonistic cop with a reality TV show no license to kill. So... I don't know. Alish Cotton Treadmore was really on.
2: Ridiculously I needed, so. bad pair up buddy cop yeah. thing. Cyber of, future of, yeah. thing. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, and it's a, I think this one's a miniseries too. Uh, I'm pretty sure it said that somewhere in the solicitation. Infinity Wars Prime. So this is like the third act of what is formed by Jerry Duggan's Guardians Run and Infinity Countdown is Act Two and this is Act Three. Okay. We talked earlier about Shields or Hickman and Weaver's Shield Run, that like four issues came out, and then years later, the last two issues are coming out in the next couple of months. It gets collected in July. I definitely missed those first issues because I was not even I had not even begun to read comics when they were coming out. So I'm just going to be buying this hardcover. That's going to be good enough for me. Uh, Slot and Allred's wonderful Silver Surfer series. Is getting an omnibus that collects all of it, and everyone should get and read that because it's very good.
2: All right, I will. I, I'm yeah. Whatever they that omnibus, whatever they do to collects all of this uh, countdown infinity stuff count yeah. stuff. It'll will, it'll I, be multiple trades because it's across different series, probably. Uh, maybe or they may... they made. Sometimes they might do an omnibus that has yeah, all but those of usually it. come out much much later if it's across yeah, multiple true. things because it'll Listen, end up being
0: like. It'll be a true omnibus okay. if they do that.
2: Anyway, yeah, I will read this in some sort of collected version. Yeah, yeah.
0: That was also two books ago, but thanks for paying attention. Yeah. Uh, uh, the thing that I hoped for the most when it was announced that Slot was taking over Fantastic Four is that they would reprint his Thing run. Mm. It is getting reprinted with his Human Torch Spider-Man run in a single trade. And I'm very much looking forward to that. Tim! Injustice versus he-man and the masters of the universe <laughs>
1: this if i don't buy another book in july i'm buying this book uh there is the potential that i can have something that i've wondered about since i was a young young child is who would win in a fight between he-man and superman this it's not expressly in this book but i think it might be leading towards <laughs> this, this, so. this this
2: very much falls in the exact same category as the as the Thundercats, Masters of the Universe. Yeah, absolutely. Crossover that came out, you know, last year sometime. Yeah, this is just pure nostalgic. Yeah, cool. Put them together. Let's yeah. read it. You uh,
0: said I, Thundercats. There was a moment where my brain pros- <laughs> processed it as SWAT Cats, He <laughs> <of> the Universe. <laughs> and I'm off. Can someone bring back SWAT Cats? It's SWAT Cat. The Radical Squadron. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I remember SWAT Wasn't Cats. Wasn't
2: something not long ago done with them? Was it? No,
1: I don't know about that.
2: I'm gonna go to the Googles oh, after shit. this. Oh,
1: <laughs> maybe I'm
2: maybe I'm just imagining.
0: But that. anyway. Right.
1: He Man Superman.
2: Yes.
0: Last one, Good a boy. trade Tim, this obscure property called The New Gods by Jack Kirby. Okay, this is
1: all Tom <laughs> King's fault, by no, the way. Know. Yeah. Because of Mr. Miracle, then it sent me into yeah. this fourth world, then it sent me into the New Gods, and I'm just down this horrible rabbit hole that I can't get back out of.
2: Yeah. I only have like, I don't know, two or three different reprint Oh, let's release these again as new deluxe copy versions of, like, from the 80s of New God stuff. You
0: know what the very best one of those that I've read is? Granted, my reading is not extensive. Cosmic Odyssey. Oh, yeah? yeah. If you have not read Cosmic Odyssey, pick it up. It holds up super well. I forget who wrote it. I know that it's Mike Mignola on art. Yeah. Okay. Long Box Book Report. It's the
2: Long Box Book Report. You. Yeah, there we go. All right. Uh, this was uh, Spider Man 2099. Brian's new favorite book.
1: Man, that's a good one.
2: Really? Um, w- what version of this did you read? I didn't read it. <laughs> okay. Because you'd be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, tell me, Alex, tell me if you know either of these names. Peter David? Yes. Do you?
0: Peter David, I believe, is literally writing this book still today. Is he? Is this still a book today? There's a new volume started in like 2014, and
2: it's still ongoing. Rick Leonardi.
0: I do not know that. Name. Is the
2: penciler? Um,
0: Peter David is like best known for doing a like decade long run on X Factor. Okay. Among other, like a bunch of Aquaman stuff and all that.
2: Okay. Um, th- so that was that was the writer and and artist and specifically a uh, penciler for this. Um, first of all, I, I did not ca- care at all for the artwork in this. It was fine in some of the action scenes and that kind of stuff, like the outdoor him swinging and flying and doing stuff. But when it came to the actual people, like I, I, I could, couldn't get behind his faces. I could just couldn't do it. Mm. Um, and then there's the writing, which first of all, it, it's
0: it, the '90s, writing extreme very, future.
2: Yes, yeah. and it's very disjointed. Um, like it seems like it just, like it starts telling a scene, and then it feels like it's three fourths of the way through the scene, and then it just jumps to something else. And I'm like, well, what? what but what was happened with in the? I, I okay. <laughs>
0: I think the Spider-Man 2099 that I'm thinking of wrapped up at the end of 2017, by the way. But it went for like 25 issues, and it was Peter David writing it again.
2: Okay, well there you go. Um, And yet this is very much his origin story, and it's first of all, it's super, super cliched. Like it's the, I'm working for this evil corporation, and... um, I'm going to, they're trying to develop this new, almost like a super soldier serum type thing, but it's more like a chamber that they're using. And of course, like they literally even make a reference to the fly in it of, well, this could go horribly wrong. And, da, 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 and of course it, it does on somebody. And then, oh my God, he has to try and use it on himself for these reasons. And, uh, you know, it's, Doesn't go right, but it doesn't kill him, but he's obviously changing him into whatever's coming next. Um, But the the part that I bumped up against the most in this is the main character, they clearly wanted to make a Spider-Man character who quipped like Peter Parker does, like was constantly cracking jokes and making quips and doing that, except none of these land. Yeah, like they all feel like you're just a bitter, angry employee of this company who hates his boss. And so you're constantly cracking jokes against him and the company and everything else, but for no real purpose. Right. It, it, and it's not even humorous. So you kind of come across as an ass. Mm, man. Yeah. 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 And he treats his girlfriend like shit in this. Like the I, 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 not my favorite book, (laughs) not my favorite book. Um, that's, that's, that's it. I realized I left one off solicitations,
0: by Uh the way, while we're talking about spider variations. Yeah.
2: Uh, spider
0: girl, the complete collection volume one is coming out.
2: I did see that. And and I I, that might
0: have to happen. I don't know, but I have to assume Magdalene Visaggio had something to do with that. Because she's been tweeting on and on about it, and I'm really hoping that it means there's going to be like a Magdalene Visaggio Spider-Girl oh, book. Oh,
2: wow. That could be cool.
0: That may be just complete coincidence, but for like months, she's been mentioning Spider-Girl and how she's recollecting all of Spider-Girl because it was her favorite book and she doesn't have her issues anymore. And
2: Like, if that happens, we might have to we might have to talk to her again. Well,
0: yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're just waiting for the excuse there, right? Yeah, I know. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
2: Exactly. All right. Okay. Uh, thank you, Tim. Okay. Right. I, I'm rolling the dice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one is Alex, and two is Alex. Oh, look, it's Alex. <laughs> yeah. Which it the be. good news is the good news is folks, this means. You might get Swampy number two, episode two, as the review next week.
0: I tried to turn it into a segment for whenever Tim's on, but that yeah. didn't work. Yeah, we wrong. kind of. It, solicitations pushed us over the top today. Had we been concise, we would have had Swampy part two today. <laughs> swampy! Sorry, swampy! Swampy! Swampy!
2: Okay, Lord. Actually, the, the, the thing that I most enjoyed about that was that damn. Arrow. Yeah. <laughs> Shot out of the crossbow. Like, well, it's, it's an upvote. And then Jen's coming. Well, I guess if they're fighting them, it's a down
3: downvote. <laughs> it's like, oh my god.
0: We'd like to thank Chase Parker for our intro voiceover. We're available on your podcatcher of choice or on our website, com, or at Uh Some business. We have officially been allowed to announce, although did not get Thanks to say goodness. this last week on the episode, because we didn't know the event was live then. We will be doing our very first live show, which we've mentioned before. pathology Live! Momocon!
2: Yeah, in Atlanta.
0: On May 26th at 5.30. So if you will be in town, or if you will be at Momocon, come, make sure that we are not talking into the void. <laughs> I
1: mean,
2: we'll do that too,
1: but... <laughs> go, Stim, stem. It would be there it listening. It would be so, so.
2: much preferable if, yeah. if some of you came and... And we're there. That'd be awesome. On that note,
0: you can submit questions to us at panelologypodcast.com slash... either submit or slash questions. Just go to com and yeah, click the that. questions yeah button. Uh, if you'll be there and want to send us questions ahead of time, that'd be super cool. That'd too. be great. Um, but go to that. There's a Facebook event. We've shared it from Panelology on Facebook and on Twitter. If you're interested, just go ahead and uh either market interested or if you know you're gonna be there, say you're going. That would be helpful, Brian. Um you, uh, I have issues with Facebook right now. Yeah, we'll, no, we'll leave it okay. at that. We all do. Um <laughs> uh, but you know. Yeah. Business is business, business <laughs> is business, I got you Yeah, we're just on our hustle. Uh uh there was a last thing. Oh, Patreon. Speaking yeah, of that, our hustle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to support us, there are non-financial ways to do so. Rate and review us on iTunes. Share us with friends. Subscribe to us on your podcasting device, yeah. Yeah, but telling people about us and rating reviewing us helps us more.
2: I understand. But subscribe I just, too, yeah. that's, that's cool. Because that bumps us up the algorithms if you do that. It does. A little. A little. Not A little. as
0: much as ratings and reviews. Okay, I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to drive us to a specific point here Brian. I Brian, stop no diluting point. the message <laughs> if you have done those things and are feeling generous financially and would like to support us in that way we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash panelology uh, for just five bucks a month you can get a cool panelology
1: shot glass they're fantastic
0: There are other things, too, but I like that shot glass. Yeah, it's a a cool shot shot glass. glass. (laughs) All right. I'm Alex.
2: I'm Brian.
1: And I'm Tim.
2: Who knows what this episode will have (laughs) been once I edit it. (laughs) All right, Tim, you can go now.
3: (laughs) We'll we'll free you
2: from your start circle.